0: This is Pathos from Symphony of Heaven, and you are listening to The Johnny Tacos Show. The Eagle has
1: landed. All right. Welcome. ...to another exciting show. Today, we have Jackson Kerr. You know, his first album, Let Beauty Awake, has the attention of social media and local organizations, ranking number 12 on Amazon's list of top-selling vocal music. The album takes a new approach to the classic songs. And today we're going to talk to him and get his testimony on how such beautiful music comes from one man. We will also get to listen to a couple of his his music and real shortly we'll we'll be listening to Lord of Hosts which I think is one of my personal favorites from Mr. Kerr. Just want to let you know that you do have a Lord, and he loves you. And I just, I can't keep, keep, there's not enough times that I can say how gracious he is to me and my family and to my friends and to all the ones who are out there. He's a forgiving Lord, a loving Lord, but he is a Lord that needs your love, needs your attention, needs your praise because he is the perfect one. We are blemished. We are you know, we're un we have to say we're really unworthy of being in his presence. But he loves us anyways. He wants us there. He wants to share the kingdom. So I just want you to close your eyes and say, "Hey Lord, I am ready for you to come into my heart. I am ready to help build and preserve the kingdom, to bring my brothers and sisters back. I want to be a disciple. I want to be out there. I want to flourish the seeds and to bring the branches closer together and watch it prosper. I want to be the prodigal son to come back to my father. And when you when you say something like that, It opens up doors. It opens up spiritual doors. Your spiritual warfare is at one because the Lord has already won the battle. So we will rejoice in the good and the bad because we know where we're going at the end of the day. I just want you to know that you, too, can get that Holy Spirit inside you. You just have to open your heart and let him in. All right, so let's get to Lord of Host" by Jackson Kerr. Hear your glory on the Johnny Taco Show. Justice and mercy have
2: been your heart. The hope that only You can give. The things I chase, I can't afford. You offered Yourself, so I. To this room with the wave of your power Love, Love.
1: All right, welcome to Johnny Taco's Origin Stories. Today we have Mr Jackson Kerr here. You heard his you heard his music before we got to the interview, the song Your Glory. So Uh, without all that before before we get to the interview because this is interesting because he is also a writer he's a full-fledged writer and he's a collector of books and stuff uh before we get to that i just want to let you know that the battle of the bands is coming up october 7th october 7th uh ten dollars per person children are always free uh it is a family event all are welcomed to come and enjoy and just root your favorite band it's just good clean wholesome competition you know there's nothing in the bible says we cannot have a friendly competition so battle the bands Uh, October 7th I'll be the guest um, judge so it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be really cool I don't know if I can be a a guest judge because I like all the bands all the people that are participating so it's gonna be kind of hard it's it's gonna be but it's gonna be awesome Uh, you know what and also just to let you know that um, Metal Grace is coming in two weeks two weeks uh, September 23rd Um, doors open up at two festivities start at three and just to top it off we'll we'll get it done when the uh, cows come home as what the old folks used to say back in the old days so it's gonna be awesome Uh, I got Matt going to be our guest speaker he's gonna He's going to talk about um, his book as well as uh, doing an altar call. So it's going to be pretty awesome. It's going to be a great night. Second annual Metal Grace at the Fellowship, um, at Victory Fellowship in Grand Prairie. So, uh, all right. Enough of the announcements because, you know what, y'all, y'all did not come to hear the announcements. You came to talk a testimony what testimony does Jackson have? Well, we're about to find out. Hey Jackson, uh, where are you from buddy?
0: I'm from Southwest Michigan. There's a little town called Berrien Springs. Um, I've lived here most of my life. Um, it's a nice place to live. It's good, yeah. Is it cold over there? Sometimes. So there's what they call lake effect weather since we're just off the lake. The local, local groups try to brand it as, oh, it's the lake effect. It's cool. What that really means is what the weather's going to do could go from 70 down to 50 or up to 90 degrees within a day or two. So, but it's good. It's a nice. It's just, uh,
1: just a flip. It just depends on how the, what, what is that, uh, science, science terminology friction of the, of the, uh, air on the water. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, because uh, when I was in Florida, when I was in Florida, we we stayed near the beach, and yeah. it it was hot, but the the way the it was windy and the way the wind just surfed on on the water, it, it brought a cold, cold chill, and it, it was so nice. It was I, I bet you it's yeah. nice over there. When-
0: yeah, some of the people in town here are talking about how um, the last uh, couple weeks it was really hot, and now the temperature. Drop, and some of them are very appreciative of that.
1: So uh, let's go back to your your childhood. Um, so so growing up, have you have you you and your family always been um, in the Christian uh, lifestyle, like a uh, Christian way of life?
0: Yeah, definitely. My parents were both uh, saved, and um, as I grew up, they brought us into the church. Uh, sometimes that meant. Uh, we had a group that met at our house. Other times we met at other places, like my grandparents' church. Uh, but yeah, that was always an important part of my life. Um, there was, I was about probably like four years old, just old enough to understand when I accepted Christ. And then a couple of years later, I was in uh, a Baptist, kind of like, not like Cub Scouts, but you know, you get together, they play games, and then. Is it God, Royal Rangers? District. Royal Rangers? No, it's it's called Awana. Awana? Which is oh, a, okay. Yeah. Owana. Yeah. 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 And so there's one night where the speaker there was talking. He really drove home the point about uh, saving grace and what God has done and our need for repentance and all that. At a moment, like, I think I did that when I do that. Maybe I should do that again. And so <laughs> I went up and prayed with them. And then after, when mom and dad get there, they're like, the, it's like, hey, man, just want to let you know that, you know, Jack here, he accepted Christ uh, and he's he's on the good path. And it's like, oh, he did that when he was, four.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, did you, did you go to your parents and says, hey, I want to go to Juana?
0: <laughs> I honestly don't remember how it started. Uh, I think um, a family friend invited us to talk to us. Yeah, that sounds like.
1: Yeah. So, so go through that and giving your life to Christ at such a young, um, and, and you had, and, and I really, I'm a firm believer of, uh, the parents should usher the children closer to God to, to set an example. So, uh, with, with your parents, uh, being saved actually teaching did that make you feel like you were more drawn to to god or was it the relationship you found
0: in your heart to do honestly it's been a part of my life for so long as a kid i didn't really of it i didn't question it much that moment there where i kind of said i want this and i believe it, but did i did i take that step you know and so it's always been a part of my life, in guidance, especially in. So, from a like a philosophical standpoint, most people have some kind of belief that guides their actions, right? So we make decisions, whether we know it or not. There's some guiding principle that we have, and from the way my parents raised me, uh, the Christianity was the guiding force. Is this something that's going? To god or is this self-serving or is it trying to please other people and they really taught us my brothers and i that our relationship between god and us is
1: yeah so so you're a firm believer that that parents should be there and for
0: the spiritual uh grow growth of their children right right absolutely because if the parents aren't there to do it then somebody else is going to um, just the other day, I was thinking about this idea that in ancient times, um, all these different gods of the pagan world were represented by some image. And if uh, the Israelites were the exception in having an unseen god, he forbade them from making kind. But something we've forgotten in modern times is that if you don't worship God— going to have some other god in its place we're wired to where something puts up first uh if it's not god that self a collection of books your family your friends your car your job something is going to take that place because we're wired that way so we have to under if we understand that don't know where you're going if you understand that concept that will help you bring step closer truth.
1: Wow. Wow! Well, I never really thought about that. You know, that's, that's awesome that you came up with that. Uh, well, growing up, I know that for myself, like, you know, I had my, uh, ups and downs and my, was there a part in your life? Was there a, uh, like a, a growth period in your life, a season? that that you had a rebellious because us as children we tend to be rebellious and and it's not it's not you know it's not all that we're bad children and all that sometimes we we need to test the waters since we're so close to water uh test the waters uh have you had that issue where you were testing your waters of faith as a kid
0: there wasn't any really dramatic bit uh, kid. There were a couple times where test boundaries, respect your family, respect your parents, stuff like that. Nothing really dramatic that way. Um, as far as like like boundaries as tied to purpose and things, I went through a season where I thought I knew uh, where I was going. And then the Lord kind of did a 180 on me. Um, I was accepted to graduate school. Um, and of course, this is later on. This isn't growing up, obviously. Um, I was accepted to graduate school for music. And I went out there and I uh, went to study for vocal performance for singing. But when I got there, I, I, my presupposition was that I was going to connect with the other music students, right? Because this is common. We all love music. Hey, let's hang out. Talk, and that didn't happen. Talked to them, but I didn't connect with them. Well, I did connect with were churches. So they had a young adults group, like a twenty somethings group. I hung out with them, and of all the memories I have when I was at out of Illinois, the ones with the church are the ones that were the most positive.
1: Yeah and and that's the way it should be. You know, a church should be a a place of love and positivity. Uh you know, unfortunately we live in a world where some of the churches are actually more dramatic sins uh, that are they they're picking choosing their sins to watch out for. And unfortunately, you know, we need to go back uh to you know, um the the era of of church back into the, the 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 part where Jesus had created the church, right? Because sexy. because we 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 um and you know if if you agree we um our churches have become more economic based. And that's that's why you see so many churches in the world that are huge and they're million dollars, and then their 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 reverends and their pastors and all that live in huge mansions. And it's not a sin to to want to provide for your family and all that. But I think something got lost in the mix. You know what what Jesus said got lost in the mix somewhere.
0: Yeah. I think that the thing that I noticed is that a lot of times there's such division in the, you have all these different divisions of all that. You know, if you ask someone of a different religion, you know, what do you believe? You say, Oh, I'm a Buddhist. That and you ask a Christian, uh, what, what do you believe? Like, oh, I'm a Methodist or oh, I'm a Presbyterian. Or, oh, I'm a Catholic. Oh, I'm a such gotten the common ground that we all share um that christ comes first and he is the he is the means of our salvation he is our rescuer and and i think that if everybody remembered that and came back to that foundation and focused on that we might see a growth in the church um coming together of all these different divisions
1: Yeah, because you didn't see the battle plan that Jesus said, here's the church and here's all the denominations, you know, we're going to have some people uh, believe over here, the Methodists, we got some people here in the Baptists, don't forget about the uh, Jehovah Witnesses over there, the Mormons, uh, you know, so on and so on. Uh, It was under one church and and us together as Christians are that church because we are his church.
0: Yeah, Exactly. Yeah, and even um, some churches have gone um, to—they also emphasize the idea that what we see in the Christian church actually comes out of Judaism, emphasizing that the Christian church is born out of Judaism, so they study that and try to understand how we got where we are, why do we do things this way, uh, where do these practices come from, And without the understanding of Judaism, uh, our faith can't grow in the same way. Our understanding of our faith can't grow in the same way.
1: Well, I believe like uh, in Judaism, uh, that is more of the law, the law of God. Uh, And to me, Christianity is more of the relationship with God. Yeah. So, yep. you have the law of God in Judas, Judah, uh, Judea, uh, my, my, my Judaism. T- yeah, there we go. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, you have the relationship in Christianity. If, if we can find a way where both of these can combine and be that one right. church that Jesus wanted, then, then who would, who knows what, what would go? Well, uh, you know, everything would be, uh, the way it was meant to be. We are the, we are the branches. We are right. the, the branches of the of the body of christ mm-hmm. but but from the same tree we're not different trees <laughs>
0: yeah exactly yeah yeah so it's an offshoot it's a growth it's a major development of the same the same principles yeah
1: yeah uh i'm getting way off topic because i love talking yeah. about <laughs> i love talking about god and i love talking about jesus and i love talking about old old style church uh but we, we're we're here to talk about your music. And uh you you went to you went you were gonna go get your masters in music, right? Yes. And did that uh did your your Christianity your your roots in Christianity usher that gift of music uh to help you pursue it or how did, how did this come come along with you actually writing uh such beautiful music such as uh, your glory which we played earlier and lord of hosts which we're going to play at the end of the
0: yeah um so there are a couple different parts that come together for this writing music the first is that when i was about 14 or 15 I have two brothers. I'm a triplet, by the way, born at the same time, kind of like twins. For this, um, and so we were, we formed our own worship band, and we played at this Methodist church, which was very used to having the organ and piano sing the hymns that way. Uh, it was, it was really different, very old. But school. that was, I was, yeah, definitely old. School. Um, I was about maybe fourteen or fifteen, somewhere in that range when I first became very interested. Um, so I took extracurricular classes in high school. Uh, eventually I went to college, I went to Lake Michigan College, then Bethel College, which uh, got the bachelor's in music and vocal performance. And then I transferred out to Illinois. Um, the long-term goal a recording musician and doing this full-time is living. Um, uh, and so it was, a it was an interesting period going out to Illinois because, um, all the stuff that led up to it was kind of a step-by-step that Bethel college, they were very gracious they gave me scholarships so I could go through debt-free. Um, and I went out to Illinois and that was an interesting period because my presupposition was that I would go there and connect with the other. Up- Musicians, because this is what I came to do. It's music. But I ended up connecting more with the church there um, than the musicians. Um, So I attended there for about a semester um, and eventually had to come home because of finances. While I was there, I was part of the vocal uh, slash opera slash music. I took a few courses, uh, one for languages and uh, voice lessons and a uh, conference for singers and stuff like that. Um, the And so eventually when that didn't pan out, a few years later, uh, I contacted a the worship pastor in my church because I knew he had experience with recording because he told me that. Um, I also contacted one of my teachers from Bethel College where I got my bachelor's um, he played, he was very gracious, Mr. Robert Ryan. He's awesome. And he played the piano bit so I could record my first album, which is called Let Beauty Awake. That's a collection of classical people for a solo baritone singer, which I piano. Um, uh, and this is a little off topic. Uh, what the songs are, there was a uh, English composer, Ralph Von Williams. He found a book of poetry by Robert Louis, Steele, which talks about wanderings, being trail. Um, the whole book of poetry is called "Songs of Travel." He took like seven or nine of those poems back at Bethel when I was taking voice lessons. Copy of this vagabond set. So I'm singing it. I'm like, wow, this is a really cool music. This is good. And I look at the first page, and at the bottom, there's a footnote from Songs of Travel. I'm like, well, what's that? And so I <laughs> Googled it that night, found the video of all the music. Oh, my gosh. I love this. This Got to record this somehow. So three years later, Sir Jared Rains... Who is the worship pastor at the church, and now he's head pastor. He helped me, along with Mr. Robert Ryan, to record the first album of classical music. So all that to preface, we fast forward uh, a couple years, and um, I had been, um, I'd started fiddling around with writing my own music. Um, and so eventually I brought together a group, mostly from the same church, um, and, uh, uh, I got a guy from a place called Whisper Studios, uh, Jeremy Mang, incredible job, record an EP of, uh, five songs, including the one you've already heard, um, and put the album together to try and get this train rolling.
1: You know, it's, it's, it's awesome to, to just hear the background, the, what goes behind uh, making the song, the way the song was written, how it was written, uh, what inspired the 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 whole process of the, and, and then you listen to the final piece and you're like, oh, okay, that is why. And then you, and, and to me, I love hearing about it because then when you listen to the song, you you actually hear with the artist's ears now yeah and it just it it speaks to you differently and it's just like any any other song that you go through and you're like well i didn't know this this band was a christian band now i see the lyrics differently than what i saw it when i first heard it
0: right yeah
1: so uh doing this uh have you performed in uh with your music um anywhere around yet
0: no not really um at this point i'm realizing that um i have i've recorded and released songs by myself on spotify so i'm getting to the point where i feel like i have a body of work that i can refer to um that i can start promoting trying to build something with it i've not done really much performing with my own music um uh the most i usually do is helping with church uh drums at church long-term goal do original music
1: and i can actually you know i can actually see you when i listen to the music i can actually see you perform and uh, uh your your voice is so powerful to the uh the music it kind of it kind of like it paves the way to the instrument sort of spoke and that and that's from years of going to school and to learning your craft and also as a kid being a part of the uh the christian jonas brothers you know with the <laughs> <laughs> so but uh did did your brothers have any help with you uh did they help you at all with any of the songs
0: uh no these were done by myself um the period where my brothers played I was about maybe 15 or 16. We played for a couple of years. Methodist Church, they, they supported us because we were essentially the youth group besides another kid. So yeah. they were very supportive, very nice. Um, and a couple of other churches in the area invited us to play for them too. So we would travel around a little bit. Um, but no, at this point, uh, the two other brothers... One of them lives south of where I live. Right, he teaches uh, at, like these, um, like little fabrication kits, stuff like that. Some classes and stuff. And he's also also a uh, youth pastor for pastors, right? Now. But he helps with a college ministry. At IUSB. He's a college we, pastor. College. Yeah, pastor. yeah basically. Yeah. And then the other brother has had been accepted to a uh, school, University of Dallas, and he's going there for his doctorate in political science. Wow. So he's doing really well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so they're both doing really well. But no, we haven't really done much music together uh, since then, except uh, my brother Robert, who, youth pastor, he helped me with his album playing.
1: Yeah. And, so, yeah, and we're going to be listening here in a, in a few um, with the song "Lord of Hosts." Uh, before we get there, uh, so you have all your music. It's 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 streaming. It's streaming on
0: Spotify yeah. and all the all Spotify, the major. Amazon, iTunes, all the main yeah, all the main sites. And do you ever look and
1: see how far your music has spread? Because I get a little bored sometimes and I'll look at the demographics of where, where my podcasts has went. And I was amazed that some of my episodes were played in Iraq. Wow. Place. It, it's, it's weird that way. Have you, have you ever looked?
0: Um, I'm trying to think about the site that I, I use like distro kid. I'm not sponsored by them or anything. Um, they might have a feature like that. If they do, I'd have to dig around. I usually just look at the numbers and, uh, which songs are doing well, well this week. Um, uh, and which ones are popular and stuff like that. But I haven't done much digging that way. I look, I probably, <laughs> I'm always looking on, well, I'll do as I pull out my phone. I do this probably too often. I pull out my phone. Look up my music, and whenever you go to an artist's page, they have like the top five or top ten songs. I go there and look and see which songs are doing really well this week. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, you know, oh, Lord of so. Hosts. But that's that's the closest I've done. To-
1: and yeah. So, are you making more music right now as we speak? Is there?
0: There will probably be another song or two this year um, currently I haven't been doing that working on that what the way my the way my like brain is put together the function is you I have like three or four different hobbies so I what happen is one day I'll wake up and I say okay I really want to write on this one project I'm doing oh I wake up this day I really want to finish that booker meeting I Oh, let's record and write another song. So there are all these different areas hopping between summer. I recorded several singles. I record several singles, films. There's classical music. There's a fair variety of stuff. But yeah, uh, there there hasn't been like a really. I would say there hasn't been a concentrated effort. But exactly true.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like that too. I have like several hobbies in the back, that I try to you know ease the stress. very stressful world we live in. Uh, but I co- I totally I totally understand. Um. Uh, so if, if they want to know more about you, um do you have a, a website or are you clearly on Facebook or any of the any
0: Yeah, I medias? do have a website. Um if you look up, I believe it's called Jackson Kerr Singer, I think it's a MailChimp sites. Um Jackson Kerr Dash Singer dot mailchimpsites They're like a they're like a server or a host for different websites.
1: I think I see it. So, but yeah, it's uh, mailchips.com uh, Jackson Kerr singer mailchips sites.com, bunch of commas and hyphens, you know, it's it's
0: it's a whole bunch of stuff yeah. on there. So, uh If you look up if you look up Jackson Kerr singer, you'll be able to find it. Uh it's a guy, uh you'll see a guy wearing a standing in Trail with fall leaves. All that was for twenty twenty. But if you see that, you've got the right set.
1: And you're you're also on Facebook. You're under Facebook under Jackson, comma Singer, um, which you'll see him uh, sitting. Second, an
0: old uh, tower. I think it's a memorial. A memorial. If I remember right, I think it's a memorial for the soul. Okay.
1: Yeah, you'll see I'm contemplating more songs and or or thinking about writing a writing a a novel or a novella or, it just
0: just depends or just looking like I'm thinking about that stuff. Yeah. And about the camera woman who's standing there taking pictures. Yes. Yes, uh they just uh
1: just caught him off guard. But uh, but I want to <laughs> thank you, Jackson, for being on the show. Uh, we're getting close to the end, and what I sure. and can you tell me a little bit about this next song?
0: Yeah, Lord of Hosts, right? Yes. So a lot of my instruments came from uh, worship from the. There was an album, Wow Worship. They've got like set with like different songs like 90, 98 Um and a lot of my a lot of the stuff that influenced me came from that as well as bands like Sonic Flood, Need to Breathe, Third Day, Mercy. Ron Cannoli is an but I've I was always fascinated with this really big like got the singer up front you've got the whole band behind the choir and a brass section that along with my training for classical music kind of leads me to this idea of like big orchestra stuff but the lord of hosts if i remember right i was looking at a scripture which had the reference to the title of the lord so just emphasizing the idea of the greatness of a lot of times I've heard some teachers say this that I believe it was that the church does a good job about teaching friend, not a great job as teacher. So under trying to understand how great mighty that kind of idea
1: Awesome. Awesome. Uh, again, I wanna thank you for being on the show, Jackson. I I see so much great potential coming through. I can't wait to hear more music uh coming from you. Uh the new two songs that are coming out this year, you know, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty psyched for it. I'm ready I'm ready to 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 worship and to listen. You have an awesome voice. It's it's a it's a baritone, right? Baritonic voice.
0: Yeah, I'm a baritone. If you um if you learn about different types of male tenors, the high one, the baritones in the middle, the bass is down. You have some guys who are counter tenor way up baritone, yeah. Yeah. For for
1: the uh the, the hair bands they, they have the, the counter tenor. they they're all the way up there. If you listen to the old hair bands kind of thing. But but again, thank you so much for being on the show. And we'll be right back. But you know what? I want to rock out, I want to enjoy, I want to worship. So let's get to Lord of Hosts by Jackson Kerr on The Johnny Taco Show. out to all the new listeners that happen to stumble upon this podcast. Thank you. It is a Food Network special where you get to learn to make some awesome tacos. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but this is not a cooking show. But the one thing I would love to tell you is that you do get edification. You do get fed by the word of God. Jesus Christ through the testimonies of my guest and my constant babbling. I want to tell you that you did not come here by mistake, that God had a plan for you to listen to this show and possibly, possibly help you out. Just want to let you know you are not alone. There are people out here that are awesome people, that are Christians, that would love you no matter who you are. And just to let you know, you are a child of God, and God is wanting you back home, old oh, prodigal son. I want to thank all the new—oops, I already said the new listeners, but I would like to thank all the diehard listeners that happen to listen here. You are the taco supreme street taco group that I love and cherish. Without, Like I said, without y'all to hear, I would be talking to the wall, and that would give ample ammunition to my wife to lock me up for good. Just want to give a shout out to Chris Johnson, my director, the street taco team, you know who you are, to Finding Hope Festival, where they are Christ-centered, you know, emotional and mental health uh, through Christ-centered, and it's pretty awesome to listen to them and talk to them and be able to be a part of that group. I just want to give y'all a word of advice. When you feel like you're alone, when you feel like no one cares, when you feel like the only way is through your addiction, just remember there was a perfect man that hit earth. There was a man of no faults, no flaws. And he died for your sins. He laid upon that cross so you could hold your head up high and enter the kingdom because God loves you so much that he sent his only son. And you can always turn around from all the addiction, you can always go back into that nice, childlike state where you were innocent. All you have to do is just open your heart, give give yourself to God. Tell God, Father, I love you. I miss you. I am sorry I've I left, but I'm back, and I know you have not forsaken me or left me. I know the path that I've took was from my own my own uh, devices, but you know what? I see that I am a child and I see through child eyes and once I become right with God, I shall see through adult eyes and I shall see my wrongdoings and cast them away and put them on your altar. And I just want to tell y'all, y'all have a great day. Have a great life. (laughs) Remember to talk to your father daily. And don't have yourself a good day. No good sir, good ma'am. Have yourself a great day. And as for the Johnny Taco Show, just to let you know, we love you and we'll see you next time. Play that music, Chris. I said play that music.